0: So the European Union is finally getting very, very close to implementing a shipping emissions system into their um, European ETS, which is the Emissions Trading System. Uh, It's been close to a decade where there's been a lot of back and forth, a lot of lobby groups, a lot of um, discussion in terms of how this needs to actually take place. Um, It feels like we're getting very close. A lot of the uh, provisional details that are coming through from uh, some of the members uh, involved in the negotiations Um, seem to suggest that the basic framework is there part of the reason why they haven't agreed the legal text is because the the emissions trading system as a whole has a few other things that also need to be ironed ironed out so things to do with other sectors including other sectors uh, within road transportation all of those things need to be finalized and these negotiations involve the european commission the eu parliament as well as uh, other third parties uh, that are very closely involved in those sectors. So that's part of the reason why it takes uh, a lot of time. And then obviously with the political um, groups, each of them have different opinions on in terms of how these emissions need to be covered, uh, what the cost needs to be, etc. So how things have landed so far is 35% of the EU's shipping emissions that will be emitted in 2024 will be starting to get covered from 2025 onwards. So that's 35% of EU shipping emissions that will be um, emitted in 2024. That gets covered in 2025. That gets raised to 75% of uh, shipping emissions emitted in 2025, being covered by 2026. And then by 2027, the expectation is, all of those emissions emitted in 2026 will get covered Um, so that's the coverage uh, ratio so as to say i guess the the most valid question is uh what what routes are being covered um so the current provision this is very interesting it only covers 50 percent of travel to and from europe um as well as intra-EU shipping. Intra-EU shipping is always covered, but it's the international legs where only 50% of travel to and from Europe will be covered. Uh, This is very different. Uh, It's a weakening from the EU Parliament's original intent to cover 100% of international voyages. And it more reflects the European Commission's position uh, because the European Commission's view has been that you need only cover 50% as um, the IMO-mandated international solutions should take care of the rest. So uh, the way the European Commission's viewing this is that they take care of half of the, the emissions challenge linked with half of the voyages to and fro European ports uh, for international voyages. Uh, and the other half gets um, sorted out because of the IMO regulations that are coming through as well as the, uh, the emission controls that other ports around the world have. Uh, we did see an interesting report on this saying that if there are 80% of global shipping emissions in theory can be regulated if you can cover US, Europe, and China, these three major, major uh, country ports. Uh, whoever, uh, whichever ship docks in these, in theory, results in 80% of emissions. Uh, globally, so it's very, very interesting uh, from a perspective of uh, global shipping that you know major ports such as these have such large influence. Uh, the other thing to note is, um, in fact, this is one of the few wins for the Greens uh, within the bill that, that's uh, currently provisional, uh, and the fact is that um, non CO2 emissions such as NOx, soot, methane a lot of these will be included in the emission trading system um, from 2024. Um, So it'll be observed from 2024, but it'll be included from 2026. Uh, Big question mark remains on transferring costs. So who will be actually responsible for paying these uh, costs? Um, Is it the ship owner? Is it the charter uh, or the end consumer? If the charter has to pay, then... Uh, that does get passed on to the end consumer much faster if the ship owner gets uh, has to pay it it just raises structurally shipping costs overall and at the end of the day it is the end consumer that is paying but it does create uh, a lot of um challenges when especially when it comes to operating in certain routes versus not operating in certain routes so they're suggesting a contractual agreement on transfer of the cost um, and there's a bit of a sharing mechanism between the ship owner and the charterer there um, what happens to the ets income now that's uh, another point of contention because uh, if you think about it there's close to 90 million tons of carbon and that will be covered as a result of these um new emissions um uh, coverage for shipping and with the current 70 euro per ton price tag for uh, emission units in in the ets that's close to 6 billion euros um each year huge from a from a emissions uh, as well as a, a notional value perspective but um it's uh, only 20 million tons out of the 90 million tons that it will be reserved for the innovation fund, which is for the shipping sector. Uh, it's a big change from what the parliament had hoped for. The parliament had hoped that the entire 90 million tons uh, get um, reserved for the innovation fund. Um, all of this uh, is still provisional, but it's very getting very close, according to the MPs that are negotiating at uh, this particular um, bill in Parliament uh, the next round of uh, debate uh, try tri-party dialogue on this is in Brussels on the, on the 29th of November and then by the end of this year they hope to wrap it up and uh, it'll be very interesting to see this come online at a time when the IMO regulations are sort of getting sharpened up for for release by June of 2023 so uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on this um, in our substack as well as um, through through uh, subsequent uh, podcasts. Thank you.